Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today's topic is going to be the aftermath from Thanksgiving. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. So today is going to be another recap on what happened now that Thanksgiving has completely passed. And I have a special guest here, so if you didn't hear the theme song or you don't know the theme song, that voice is my wife. I'm sure you probably know that by now if you've listened to at least one episode. But my wife is here, and we're going to go through some things that I talked about previously about her trying some new things this Thanksgiving. So Tamara, say hello. Hi. She made a sweet potato pie for the first time, and as I told you in the past couple of episodes, she doesn't do a lot of baking and she doesn't eat a lot of dessert so this was a big step so how do you feel about the first pie that you made honestly i'm very proud of myself and it tasted delicious i was surprised but i loved it and i'm absolutely excited to do it again so walk everybody through the steps of um finding the recipe and how you made the pie so i got the recipe from my cousin tisa and she uses allrecipes.com. I believe that was the website. And I did it straight from there, minus I used a organic can of sweet potatoes. And um, that was delicious. I used all of the ingredients, cinnamon, nutmeg. I can't remember all of the ingredients, but the exact recipe that was on there. And I did leave it in the oven a little too long compared to the directions, but it still turned out really, really good. I also put it in a glass dish, but it probably should have went in one of those aluminum pan-like ones so that the crust could kind of sit better, but it still turned out really, really nice. I like my sweet potato pie warm, and you do not like your sweet potato pie warm. So what did you think? Um, I liked it. Uh, the first thing that I said when you brought it to me was, it looks like you left it in a little long, but it wasn't burnt. It was just, it was one of those, you're not sure if it's done. And when sweet potato pie or any kind of pie with that similar kind of uh, base is done, you don't quite know it because it's still really soft. So it's hard to test it out like a normal cake or cookies or something would be. You can't just stick a knife in it and get a perfectly clean pull out of it. So I liked it. Um, another thing about that pie that I noticed that I didn't hear you say was uh, not only did you use a can of pureed sweet potato, which helps out on time. And there's, again, there's nothing wrong with doing this stuff. The amount of time saved versus taking your own sweet potato and baking it off or boiling it whatever it it's well worth it to me we also bought pie crust for you to use instead of making it from scratch now pie crust is easy as far as ingredients or it's simple but it's not easy so it, it, to say it that way it's it's simple but it's not easy so it's like three ingredients most of the time in pie crust but it's not easy to recreate a perfect pie crust all the time so we bought pre-made pie crust and it came out very good thank you 
going past the pie and just dealing with what we did on Thanksgiving. So as of this recording, Thanksgiving was five days ago. The amount of food that we had, most people got the description of what we were going to be eating for Thanksgiving. So I bought the turducken, which was very minimal prep. I just had to take it out and put it in the oven. And then we had the stuffing muffins, which came out really good as well. Cranberry sauce and cabbage. Wife made cabbage. Have you ever made cabbage before? No. No. So that was another first for her making the cabbage. So we had four things basically on Thanksgiving Day, which for us is a huge scale down for what we're used to having with family or just in this house alone. So it was kind of weird thinking we were only going to have three or four items to be eating on Thanksgiving Day. It feels like we didn't have enough on the day of, but as the weekend progressed, would you say we had enough? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think we still have one slice of turducken in the refrigerator as of this recording on Tuesday, which I probably need to eat. So I'm tired of looking at it. And I said that on both episodes, I knew I was going to get tired of opening the refrigerator and seeing that same meat sitting in there. So that will be eliminated probably by the time you listen to this, just so I don't have to look at it anymore when I open the refrigerator. What else happened? Oh, so the original plan was to make that turducken and make the meatloaf and some other stuff. My wife pulled a fast one on me and tried to make macaroni and cheese at the last minute. So I said, hey, we're trying to keep it small. And then she decided, well, we'll just go ahead and slide that macaroni and cheese on with the meatloaf because I was going to make the meatloaf on a separate day. So what we did is we had the stuff that we just named for Thanksgiving on Thursday. We ate leftovers on Friday and then on Saturday. We made the meatloaf and the macaroni and cheese and I think some frozen vegetables because she ate the last bit of cabbage before I could wake up and get it myself. So we had to come up with something else. But the meatloaf turned out great. Um, I'll probably post some pictures on the website underneath this show description just so you can see a glimpse of what it looked like. They're not professional quality, but don't hate me. They they look good. And the cabbage was good that she made. Um, It was another one of those... Was it your first time making that too? Yes, it was. Okay, so you hear all the firsts that happen in here. So when she says she's not eating it, she's also not making it. And we'll see if I can figure out a way to add that drop in there too. But if I'm not making it, it's probably not something new being tried. There's nothing wrong with that because I'm all about experimentation. But sometimes it's good for her to get her hands dirty on something new. So this time she had three new things that you made. Yes. The sweet potato pie. The macaroni and cheese and the cabbage and overall how do you think you did personally on all three of those items i think i did great i'm proud of myself because in most circumstances i would just be with family and everyone else makes all the food and i would just watch them and help them and prep and do things but i had to do everything by myself I had a little bit of help of like looking at me over like, hey, do you need help with this or that kind of thing? But I'm proud of myself for doing it on my own and trying it. And now I have a little bit more encouragement to try to make new things. I I think you did very well. Um, normally she will enlist help at the first sign of trouble. So this time she took a lot more upon herself to figure out, hey, I'm just going to push through it to figure out what needs to be done as far as this recipe. And when it gets down to a certain point of we're hungry, you just kind of got to 
follow through with it anyway. So I think you took a lot of that initiative in order to make sure that it got done and you didn't overly panic through it and you didn't need to call me for a lot of help. And I think the one time that you did need help, you didn't ask for it. I came and offered it. And that was in the middle of making our macaroni and cheese. It was uh, we made a sauce as a base. So it wasn't like a layered noodle cheese, you know, raw cheese kind of scenario. It was you make a cheese sauce and then you mix the noodles in with it. So at one point, her cheese sauce had broken. And by broken, it means the uh, the oil and flour and the cheese had separated. So it was kind of an oil floating on the cheese scenario, which is nothing to panic about. And as I've said in plenty of episodes, cooking, there's always a fix. So with this, there was an easy fix. And because I've done this so many times, I noticed this and you know she didn't really know what I meant by it. But as I explained it and we came up with the fix, which was a very simple cornstarch slurry and a little bit more cream, it brought it right back. It was a very smooth consistency. We added a little bit more cheese inside the layers of the macaroni and cheese. Came out great. So I was very proud of her for not panicking and also not enlisting my help. It's always great as a cook to not be needed when necessary just because food tastes better when you didn't have to cook it. And I'll take that from my dad. He was always a big advocate of if he made it, he would immediately lose his appetite. He still does. But now he's cooking for much less people and, you know, he keeps a lot of leftovers in his refrigerator. But he always has plenty of food around, so you, you can never go hungry when you go in his house. When you cook, you're going to lose appetite. So I used to eat a lot more, and I don't know if it's genetics or 12 years of professional cooking, but I don't eat nearly as much as I used to. And I get tired of things really quickly simply because once you've watched the whole process of it being made and then you get ready to eat it, you're like, oh, I'm over it. Like if I make a two quarts of ice cream, I'll eat one scoop and be like, oh, that was good. And then my wife will finish off the rest in the next week or two for herself. I'm like, yeah, it was it was basically for you because I, uh, I'm i tired of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of you. Just like that turducken. That turducken has to go. I finished off the stuffing muffins. She finished off the cabbage. The macaroni and cheese didn't stand a chance. And uh, pretty much that's it for the food. Meatloaf been gone. I didn't even mention that, but that, that's been gone. It it was a wrap. It was a wrap before it even started. Other than that, I think we did really good on leftovers this year. Not too many. We got right to the brink of this turducken is starting to irritate me. Like I have a personal vendetta against it at the moment, but it's only one slice. I can take care of that. How do you, I'm, I've been ranting a long time, but my wife is still here. Um, how do you think we did on leftovers? And do you think we could keep that same amount? For upcoming years if it just happens to be us i think we did really great with leftovers i like the scaled down menu um i think that we should definitely always have a small menu because after the second or third day we don't want all of that you want something new i really like the idea of having the meatloaf a couple days later and it just it broke up the monotony of the food and not having to have the same thing over and over again. Although I was super excited about the cabbage. I was super excited about the turducken and the stuffing muffins and the cranberry sauce. I don't know if you mentioned that the cranberry sauce was delicious. You okay. made it from scratch. It was so good. It was very delicious. All of those things are a few days type of food. You don't want to have them for a, 
an extended amount of time. So I like the portions that we made. I like the shortness and then we had something new and we still had leftovers, but it was still something that we could do. So I love the idea. Definitely going to do it next year. Yeah. And now that you brought up that cranberry sauce, most of it is still in there. So that's probably going to be the one Thanksgiving casualty that we had because I made a little bit too much, not realizing that uh, you can't just throw it on everything like a condiment, but it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's probably going to have to go or I'm going to figure out a way to freeze it. That might be the next thing. If I freeze it in a bowl and then back seal it, I might be able to hold it till next Thanksgiving because I can't see another reason to eat cranberry sauce between now and next November. So it might be a test for longevity coming up soon. So keep your ears out for that one. Other than that, we're keeping this pretty short and sweet. We're getting ready to roll into Christmas time. So I think there's going to be some more dessert talk. When it gets cold outside, I tend to think, what can I bake now? Simply because having the oven on for an hour at a time is not really conducive to the summer heat that we deal with. So winter time is perfect. So I have a few things that I'm going to be experimenting on soon. And we'll probably do some cookie talks with my favorites and posting some more recipes for those. Other than that, you have anything else to add? You didn't talk about your delicious stuff and muffins. Uh, I've talked about those in the past couple episodes, kind of. But, but the gist of it, they went really well. They came out pretty much exactly like I thought they would. And the original recipe that I based this off of was supposed to make 12, right? And I had previously said that I wanted to cut back on the amount that we were going to make. So I was like, okay, I'll make half the recipe. That way we can get six. Didn't work out that way. So I made half the recipe and it still made 12. I don't know whose math was terribly off on this recipe, Come on. but I got another 12 out of half a recipe. So whoever thought that I was going to get 12 out of a full recipe and I didn't alter anything. I didn't alter anything that would have added that much to it. I did half of everything. So unless you're telling me that I don't know how to calculate fractions, whoever came up with that recipe needs to be in school, a COVIDless school, hopefully with social distancing, but they need to be in school learning in math class. But other than that, anything else? But you didn't tell them that I don't eat dressing. I mean, they could pretty much guess that from the intro. I'm not eating that. Thank you. That was it for today's episode. Um, leave comments on the page. Let us know what you had for Thanksgiving. I'll ask some questions on the fan page on Facebook. Other than that, check out the website, Your Food Looks Funny com for the description the pictures of the meatloaf that i made and i'll see you guys on next week's episode